Welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. Today, I wanted to talk about when you meet someone that makes you so emotional. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. And this episode is very um, honest and very current. And I'm in it right now. And so obviously some of the things I say um, could change, you know hour day by day you know moment by moment and so this is just how things are going right now and I really wanted to let you guys know um in general I'm not a very emotional person but sometimes you meet someone and you don't know why but they evoke emotion in you And it could be different things. Sometimes you'll meet someone that every time they talk, you want to punch them in the face. And I feel like everyone has had that. And you don't know why. They just exist and you just want to punch them in the face. And you're like, why do I feel this way every time you speak? Um, There are some people that every time you see them, you just get so jealous. Or there are other people that just like, you just get mad at them for every little thing and you don't know why. And you can't even rationalize it and it's just this this thing and it it's worse because when you find someone and it's typically people that can handle it that's the thing when you find someone that's very I don't even want to say durable but basically very durable um it's really easy to just use them as your punching bag and they make you so emotional and I am actually experiencing that now and um there was this guy that reached back out to me and we met on some type of dating app didn't work out and um he contacted me on a different number like months later and we started talking and, you know, I was like, let me give this guy a second chance. You know, we have good chemistry over the phone and all of that. But every time he would talk about little things that usually wouldn't bother me so much, like usually it would bug me a little bit. It would bug me really like a lot. And I would like confront him about it like it wasn't even subtle like uh he was talking about how he went on a date a few days ago and how it didn't go well but then how he was you know intimate with one of his neighbors and although those are things you probably shouldn't tell a girl that you're interested in usually i would kind of brush it off like yeah whatever we're strangers But when he was telling me, I would get kind of jealous. I'd get kind of mad. And I would be like... And I got mad and I told him, I said, "Um, I just want you to know that, like, if you are doing things like that, just don't tell me. Because it makes me very uncomfortable. And if we decided to date, then obviously you shouldn't be doing those things anyway. But right now, I just feel like it just makes me uncomfortable with you telling me these things. That's just me, like, you know. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. And he was very nice. But then I just kept bringing it up because it bugged me so much because I feel like I didn't get the reaction I wanted, which was someone that was like learning from it because he would casually 
I don't know. I guess it's like little digs because I want to like keep reminding you like don't do that again. And I don't know why I can't let it go. It's just I'm going to keep bringing it up and then keep bringing it up. And you know when you do something and it annoys you that you do it, but you still do it? Yeah, I do that a lot. (laughs) And so I'm just like, yeah, you know, like that neighbor you made out with. And like just casually throwing it in there. He could talk about a dolphin and I would say... Yeah, I bet you wish that she was with you when you saw that dolphin, you know, like you just insert it into every conversation, even though, you know, it's terrible to do and it's not a good trait at all. Like I know right now a lot of people are like toxic is sexy and crazy is sexy and I don't think I'm toxic or crazy, but sometimes people do patterns that are not good. Um, well, anyway, already when I started talking to him I was feeling this emotion and I was trying to calm myself down because I'm not a very reactive person but sometimes like I said you meet someone that just makes you feel so I don't want to say passionate because I feel like that's not a good word either I feel like that's an excuse that someone uses sometimes and it just makes you feel so emotional like all emotions are heightened like joy and anger and just all emotions that I've never had my emotions so stimulated before which is really scary and um it made me freak out a little bit and so I try to calm myself down well anyway um he called me tonight and uh I was telling him a story and I would stop talking and he wouldn't respond so I got mad because I was telling the story and he wasn't listening and then um The story I was telling him was actually a very traumatic story that happened to me. And it was a story that's very emotional. And even though when I tell it, it seems nonchalant, there's a lot of emotion to it. And there was a lot more development in the story. And it actually very, like, it affected me a lot. And when I was telling him the story, it was like he just didn't care. So eventually, I guess he finally maybe wakes up from his nap in between me talking over the phone. And... He says, okay, so what does this have to do with that? And that kind of made me upset because I'm, like, getting to the point where I'm going to tell you, you know. Like, just let the whole story play out because I want you to understand the the play-by-play of why this matters so much. Because if I just tell you the beginning part of this, you're going to think it's not a big deal. But you need to let me get to the, the core of the issue and just let me talk about it for a couple minutes. Like you're, you're, fi- you're gonna, you're literally. I promise you're gonna survive. If you hear me talk for two minutes, you will survive. And so, you know, I'm trying to tell him why I had a hard day and why I'm feeling so not okay and not safe right now. And he just cuts me off mid mid story, and he's just like, "What does this have to do with it?" And so basically telling me cut to the chase is what I translated that as so I I just cut to the end of the story and I just tell him like okay well basically this happened and he's like wow I'm so sorry and he's like one day I wish to be cool and have something like that happen to me and it was like him joking about it and it, he was okay I was telling him a story about my one of my stalkers because um I think I saw my stalker today in my apartment complex. I think I saw him walking and I know it sounds weird because it sounded weird to me, but I just think I saw him 
and it freaked me out and I locked eyes with this person and he looks so much like him and I've never seen anyone look like this man and he lives in Fort Myers I think but this man travels so much and it's like we forget that humans can travel like you think that because you had a bad experience in one little area that that person lives and dies and cannot escape that area you think that if something bad happened to you in Miami that you can never go to Miami again because that person just stays there for the rest of their life no people travel breaking news people travel and people can travel from Fort Myers or Miami or Las Vegas and they can all end up in your in your state okay same thing with breaking news when someone says a murder happens in New York that doesn't mean that person cannot show up in your backyard people travel and although my stalker experience did happen two hours away this man travels this this stalker story happened four years ago and I wasn't even thinking about him and I see this man looks just like him we lock eyes I'm freaking out I ran into my apartment like well he was in the beginning of my apartment I was driving and I drive quickly to my apartment and and I run into my apartment and I get just so scared and I'm telling this guy this story because this means so much to me and this is so real and this is scary to me imagine having someone want to be with you that you don't want and then they find where you live and they stalk you like this man wanted to this man wanted to travel like eight hours just to be with me and I didn't even hold this guy's hand not even once we were never romantic I was 19 he was 34 he was like it's, it was scary like to get attention like this and he made me feel bad about everything and it was just so bad and so I'm having this experience and I'm freaking out and the guy on the phone with me just tells me to speed up my story can you imagine that can you imagine telling someone something that's happening right now that's freaking you out that's real and they tell you speed it up skip to the good part yeah so yeah I was mad yeah I'm fucking mad like what you know like ridiculous ridiculous so then he's like i'm sorry i just think that you're mad at me yeah i'm fucking mad at you i told him i said i'm upset and he's like well i just want to tell you that i'm really tired right now and i just feel like you're upset with me and i think like i should go and i was like okay well now you have an early day tomorrow so you can just leave like you could hang up the phone you know good night and he's like okay well we're supposed to meet tomorrow or tuesday right and i was like yeah i guess we'll see and he's like oh i really don't want me being tired to like affect us like i really like talking to you and i really want to see you and stuff and i'm just really tired and i really 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 don't want this to affect us and he was like can i please still see you monday or tuesday i said yeah we'll make plans and honestly i don't know i'm really upset and like He's like, well, you told me you had multiple stalkers, right? Tell me the second story. And I said, why would I tell you a second story when you didn't even let me finish a quarter of my first one? My first one? And he was like, I'm sorry. Like, no, I really want to listen to it. I really want to listen to it. Continue. And so I was like, okay, let me just skip to the second person. So I cut out most of the story. I slim it down to like literally a minute synopsis. When I'm done, I say, hello, are you there? Because it was dead silent. And he answers like 30 seconds later saying, uh-huh, sorry, you broke out. And I, 
he was, <laughs> I said, okay, well, what part did you miss? And he said, and he started laughing and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just so tired. And it turns out while well, I was telling him this traumatic story that just happened to me a few months ago, that's related and makes me feel even worse about the thing that happened today. He's sleeping and he's like, oh, I love your voice. Your voice is so soothing. My voice is so soothing when, when I'm talking about traumatic things, I guess. I don't know. It just, I just felt like I was literally not being heard. Literally not being heard. I feel unsafe. I feel unheard. And I feel like, why would I want to be with someone that makes me feel that way? And I know logically it's like he wakes up early in the morning for work. You know, like he didn't take a nap when he was supposed to. You know, he really wants to see you. He called you a few times today and like he seems like a good guy and, you know, he has his life together and all these big pluses. But honestly, he called me if he thought he was tired. He called me. And if you're super tired and you know that I'm upset, you shouldn't like just end things on the conversation because I'm upset. Like that's fucking ridiculous. You should own up to it. Like own up to wanting to work things out have you never heard of like i don't want to be upset before bed like you're literally just gonna let it sit here and simmer and then tomorrow morning you're gonna be all hunky-dory because i slept he's like go get some sleep i'm gonna text you in the morning oh okay so we'll just reset and i'll act like nothing just happened when i was divulging this very sensitive part of my life that i am sharing with you you just literally tell me speed it up then I try to do it again with a different story that you requested. You requested all of these, by the way. And then you don't even listen to that one. You literally tune out, probably nap. And then you have the audacity to be like, can I see you? Can I see you tomorrow? Can I, can I see you on Tuesday? I love talking to you. You're adorable. And it's very dismissive. And then don't lie to my, don't treat me like I'm stupid because I'm younger than you. If I'm talking to you and then you act like you just randomly glitched out and what, why didn't you say something when it was glitched out the first time? Why did you wait until the very end of my story for you to like talk about that? It didn't glitch out. You just didn't listen. If you think you're falling asleep, cut me off. I mean, are you serious? Like, you cut me off happily when I was talking about a traumatic experience. So, I seems like you're okay with it. At one point, he's talking and he's apologizing and something of an apology. It wasn't really an apology. It was more just like, I'm tired. You know, I'm not tired and... Boy, a long day and blah, blah, and glitching out and I just feel like you're mad at me for like I just don't I just don't want you to be mad at me but he like does nothing to resolve it just falls asleep well as he's saying all of that I like start crying and just tears rolling down my face and I don't know why I'm crying 
And I don't know why I'm experiencing these feelings with him. I don't know why they're so intense. I just feel like frustrated. Like I just feel like a child. Like a child trying to tell their parents something and their parents not listening. And that's how I feel. I just feel like I'm not being taken seriously. And anytime I like say something, he'll say, you're cute. And he'll say it in a way that's like, I want to say something else, but I'm just going to say you're cute instead. Because like, that sounds better. And it makes me feel very little, very tiny, very irrelevant. You're a sweet girl. You know, I like talking to you. You're a very sweet girl. I think we work really well together. All these compliments, all these empty words that mean nothing. You literally can't even listen to me. (sighs) He knew I was upset. Anyway, he didn't know I was crying. I, like, muted myself. It was, like, whimpering. It was, like... You don't want someone to know you're crying, but you can't control it. And it's just, like, this whimper. It's just, like, your voice is shaky. And I just try to keep my words very little, like, one or two word responses. Because if I said any more, I think he could hear my voice shaking. Because I was so just sad. I was just... I was frustrated because I wanted to tell him these very important parts of my life. And he just shit on it basically you know those parts of my life are like relevant and then you just make a joke about how you wish you had stalkers because that means that you're cool and that everyone just wants a slice of of me because I I've had stalkers before and I went and I weekly and almost through a whimper say this stuff was traumatic this is serious and he says, I'm, I'm sorry, I was just making a joke. And he was laughing. And I was genuinely in fear with those two men. And that wasn't a joke. Have you ever had someone, like, control your schedule and make everyone hate you because you don't do one thing that they want you to do? Have you ever had someone come in every single day even though they're not working and corner you and pressure you into trying to kiss them and pressure you into doing all these things and then if you say no they freak out on you and they make you feel bad and it gets to the point where you're looking over your shoulder because you don't know if they're going to show up to work or not and at any moment you know you count your money rushed because you're scared he's going to go into the little counting room. It's almost like a little tiny closet that has no camera in it. And you're scared that one day he's going to corner you and do something to you there. So you count your money really fast. Oh yeah, that's really that's really what you want, right? Because like everyone wants a slice. Oh, like have you ever had someone make you feel so scared that you have your fight or flight mode on? And you're shaking in your car and you have to show up to work an hour early just to convince yourself that you need this job and you need to go in and you need to start your shift. Because even though his name is not on the schedule, you know he's going to show up and go into your line and ask what you're doing. Have you ever had your boss get jealous that you're talking to a customer and smiling? 
No, you probably haven't, have you? No, and that's not a sexy thing that happens and people want to desire. Have you ever had someone that you sold something to show up at your apartment at 2 a.m. in his car and like walk around your apartment? Have you ever had that? Does that sound sexy and fun? Have you ever had someone make multiple accounts to try to convince you that they're not who you just met in person and act like they're someone else and mid-conversation you realize that you've actually physically met this person and then they lie about it have you had that no okay well don't make those experiences sound light and cheeky and fun because they're not they are really scary and i tell you today that i think i found one of my stalkers outside my apartment complex And we make eye contact and you treat it like it's a joke. It's not a joke and it's really scary. A few days ago, around 6 a.m., my dog was barking really loud. I thought someone broke into my apartment and I was freaking out. I didn't know if it was one of my stalkers. I didn't know if it was just someone trying to get to the first floor. I live alone. I was freaking out. I had 911 on one on speed dial on my phone. I had pepper spray on the other hand, knowing full well I'll probably pepper spray myself. And I had to open my door and had to look into the living room and see if someone was standing behind the door trying to kill me. If someone was going to do something to me, if they were going to lunge at me from behind the kitchen counter, behind the sofa, under the table through the window that might be open. Like, I had to... I had to deal with that a few days ago. So when I'm telling someone a serious story about something traumatic that happened and is currently happening to me, it's not funny and it's not cool to sleep in the middle of it and it's not cool to blame it on a glitch and it's not cool to say things like, oh... If only I had stalkers and I was attractive enough. And then you wonder why I'm upset with you. And you wonder why it's okay for you just to hang up and just say, Can I still meet you tomorrow? Can I still meet you on Tuesday? Can you? Anyway... Like I said, this is all happening right now. The developments and stuff happen minute by minute, day by day, hour by hour. I'm just upset. I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just disappointing. I'm disappointed and I'm scared and I'm lonely and I really, I really just don't want to be in this apartment anymore and I really don't even want to be in this city anymore. I'm very over it. But this is my story, and I hope that everyone learns a little bit of something. Maybe you see your story in mine. Maybe you understand why you're more reactive to certain people. I don't know why I was so reactive to him. I just felt vulnerable. It's when you feel very exposed and vulnerable, almost naked with someone. That's how I felt with him. And it just feels like every little thing 
they do just pulls on the string hard. When he makes me laugh, I blush. When he makes me mad, I, I boil over. When he makes me sad, I cry. There's no in between. I just hope, like I said, that at least someone listens to this and thinks it's interesting. Um, if I have an update, of course I'll update you guys. I might not have an update. It might just be one of those things where the relationship just dies. I don't message him. He doesn't message me. You know, life happens. But this is it on Date Minds. Think alike. Hope you guys had a great Friday the 13th. I know that that just happened. Hopefully you got some tattoos. Hopefully you got some cool jewelry. I know a lot of people had very discounted piercings. Um, there's even a little fair that was happening that had all of these little shops, a whole bunch of deals and stuff. So hopefully you guys got in on that. If not, I'm sure there's another Friday the 13th that will come up one day, but you guys have a great rest of your weekend and thank you so much for tuning in.